When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You may have heard over the weekend that Channel 4 has issued an apology. And you might think Channel 4 could issue an apology for a lot of the stuff that it broadcasts because it is pretty cutting edge sometimes and you think, to oh my word, do they need to really do that? But they never apologise because they don't have any reason to. However, they have apologised because of Channel 4 News. And this is what was said, and the presenter is the main anchor, John Snow. There are crowds rallying outside Downing Street. We've just got these pictures in, which were taken nearby. Police are now wearing riot gear. Police dogs are patrolling. The mood has changed. We cannot confirm whether any arrests have been made. It has been the most extraordinary day. A day which has seen... I've never seen so many white people in one place. It's an extraordinary story. I have never seen so many white people in one place. It's an extraordinary story. Writer Colin Breen is listening to that and commenting now for us on whether or not Channel 4 should have apologised. Good morning, Colin. Uh, Good morning, Frank. Uh, well, I have to say, and having listened to it again from you, that um, I think that it was quite right that Channel 4 apologised in this day and age, and I was somewhat disappointed that uh, Mr Snow himself chose not to. And why do you think he needs to apologise? I think that um, you know the world's taken a few spins since commentary like that was made, and there's an inconsistency in so far as I have never heard Jon Snow uh, before mentioned the demographic of any uh, march, rally, crowd, or anything um, he's been at. There was certainly none mentioned at the uh, Remain uh, march the few days before it. And, I mean, he knows exactly what he was saying. He's a very experienced broadcaster. And even his tone towards the end when he referred to police in riot gear. Well, I saw the pictures, as you probably just have there, of Downing Street. And the police are at the gates in Downing Street and they're wearing soft uh, caps. And it's what the police would call a soft line uh, in front of the protesters, whether they're dogs or not. I didn't hear any bark, which normally you would if they were crowd control. But equally, um, I mean, there wouldn't be a day goes by uh, that dogs aren't out on patrol in places like London or any city in the UK or indeed Belfast. Uh, Tina Calder is all also with us. Uh, Tina, I'll, I'll delve more into Colin's analysis in, in a moment just to get a full explanation on why he's choosing to go down the line of criticism of Channel 4 and in particular of Jon Snow. What, what's your reading of it? I think for me, and I I have to tread very carefully about how I um, say what I want to say, 
And that is that I think we've gone a little bit too far. He made a very clear comment, and that very clear comment was that he had, in his experience, never seen so many white people in the UK at a protest. And I think, yes, there was uh, an inference made with that to say that, you know, Brexit is seemingly in the UK, a white person's conversation. And when you look at a lot of the campaigning that was done around the pre-original referenda, it was veiled in horrid racism, you know, and it was it was dressed up as concern, it was dressed up as all sorts of things. But when you break it down, an awful lot of the pro-Brexit campaign was based in racism and and I think that John Snow's comment just simply clarified for us that there were there were very little or no people of color at that march and we have to ask why we're a multicultural nation and so for me I don't think that he made a comment that he should apologize for I do think that as a broadcaster he probably he probably made it um I would say not stupidly, but certainly um, it was off the cuff. It wasn't thought out. And had it have been thought out, he probably wouldn't have said it. But the reality is I don't believe that he should apologise for that because he was telling the truth. Yeah, Channel 4 say this was an unscripted observation at the very end of a long week of fast-moving Brexit developments. John had covered major events such as this, has covered major events such as this over a long career. This was a spontaneous comment reflecting his observation that in a London demonstration of that size, ethnic minorities seem to be significantly underrepresented. Now, uh, Colin... I, I understand what you're saying simply because if Jon Snow had said, I've never seen so many uh, black people at one event ever in my, in my life, that would be seen by the, it certainly would be, um, it would be uh, seen by the, the viewer as a comment based on, on colour. And we, ca- we can't see things in terms of colour. We shouldn't be describing things in terms of colour. But his comments seem to be in favour of ethnic minorities and not in favour of promoting some sort of white agenda. Well, no, I think that he was actually trying to infer that there was some sort of white agenda with the um, the Brexit people. But I mean, from the pictures I saw of the previous um, march in favour of remaining, I didn't see a, a big difference uh, in terms of the crowds, apart from EU flags, uh, the, the crowds were very similar. I know that one of the Channel 4 camera crews um, had trouble with some individuals who obviously took umbrage to their presence, but I mean, that happens um, the, the, the world over and all over the UK, and, and, and goodness knows we, we know all about that here. But, but um, just clear this up for me, do you feel he was being negative towards white people or positive towards white people? I think that he was uh, being negative. I mean, John Snow's very well known as a uh, quite a strong left-wing broadcaster, and I don't think he'd take any offence with that. And I think his influence um, was that you know that this is a, a white crowd here of uh, English 
uh, defense pillar, whatever they're called, um, are supremacist, and hence the, he was even knocking it up a gear, I felt, by mentioning um, riot police and dogs, which I certainly couldn't see, because, I mean, it gives a whole different tone to uh, particularly a demonstration. There were actually six arrests made that day from that crowd um, for various public order things, but I think they were more like disorderly behavior or somebody urinating in the street and things like that. It wasn't certainly any uh, riot. Yeah, you say he might make any umbrage had been described as a, as a left-wing broadcaster. I'm sure if he's here at this moment in time, he'd say he's a fair and balanced broadcaster who, who represents all issues in a very professional way while broadcasting on, on Channel 4's uh, 7 o'clock news. I'm sure he would. Um, but anyway, there, it would certainly be the perception which I've read in newspapers um, many a time about him, which was, he hasn't taken any action against. So I would imagine he's happy enough with but anyway, apart from uh, that, and I understand what you're saying, uh, I do think there was certainly an inference uh, against the the um, crowd who were in the, the Brexit camp, and I couldn't see any difference between the two protests um, for remaining or staying, and I'm not trying to take sides, but I mean, political correctness, as we all complain about now and again, um, has arrived, it is there, and, and for a journalist of his experience to make a comment like that, I, I think is wrong and should be apologised for. And certainly, I agree with you 100% that he wouldn't have dreamt of saying such a thing had it been about a black crowd. Um, and therein tells a tale. Okay, uh, Colin's analysis. And finally, uh, Tina, the, the fact that we can't really decide whether he was being pro-white or anti-white in the comment <laughs> probably excuses him from not apologising but a lot of people are calling, for, are calling for the apology. I think we have to consider that racism is more about the intent behind the comment as well and it reminds me of a conversation I had when I was a teenager with my mum and it was quite an interesting one. I had I was trying to point someone out in a crowd to her. It was someone that we knew, um, but she couldn't remember them. She she had she'd met them but couldn't remember them. And I was pointing, and I was going, "It's the guy in the red jumper. The guy in the red jumper." Mom, we was going, "Which guy in the red jumper?" And I said, "The guy with the black hair." It turned out the gentleman was black in colour, and I, because I had been brought up so obsessed with be, trying to ensure that I didn't. Um, come across as racist in any way, shape or form. I actually was refusing to describe this man who was black. And she turned around to me and she said, Tina, are you talking about the black man in the crowd? And I said, yes. And she said, that is his most distinguishing um, character or, you know, Feature, thing yeah. on him. Why, why would you completely ignore that? And I thought as a seven, 16, 17 year old, I thought it would be racist for me to say, Mommy, the black man, do you remember we met him such and such? Instead, I was trying to describe him by the colour of his jumper, by the colour of his hair, etc, etc. And I think that this, you know, it, it really brings that home to me, that there is a conversation there to be had about the intent. And I do think that Jon Snow was making a point. He was making a point that when you look at the Brexit campaign, a great majority of the 
I suppose the the more prominent Brexit campaigners, the likes of Tommy Robinson, the likes of Nigel Farage, have been linked to racism and have been linked to racist comments. Whether or not they believe they are racist is, is neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, if you ask me, you know, when you're talking about Tommy Robinson taking lead in a march or, you know, standing up to talk about Brexit, I know it will be lettered with racism. And again, if Nigel Farage would hear, it was here, he would argue that maybe Tommy Robinson is more linked to it than he is. Just keeping all of that in no, mind with, rega- <laughs> with regards to descriptions of people who may have been linked to any comment that could be deemed to be racist. It's just a reminder, it's just a reminder of how complex a world we live in at this present moment in time. And also, and I think just one final comment from both of you, the presence of social media, the reaction on social media to everything does help to spiral a lot of standard commentary and conversation out of control. Would you agree with that, uh, Colin? Oh, I would indeed. Uh, Nowadays, social media tends to be the judge and jury for a lot of things that um, normally wouldn't have seen the light of day because it didn't exist. And uh, people do take a slant from what the overwhelming majority of people they follow, which would probably tend to be things they would agree with um, politically. But I certainly don't think that when the Brexit campaigners, I mean, Ian Duncan Smith and people like that could be described as as racist. But it's one of those political footballs now that everybody's scared to say anything uh, in case it's misinterpreted. This is true. Misinterpretation. Some people just uh, specialise in it. Um, partly partly laying the, the blame at the, at the feet of social media or, or not, Tina? I don't know. I mean, we, we tend to try and blame social media for everything that's wrong in our lives, but we, we forget the good that social media does. Without social media, many, many people would not be aware of what's going on with Brexit, the intricacies of the discussions and the debates. They wouldn't be aware of the more prominent people that are involved. They wouldn't be aware of how their friends and family and colleagues feel. So I do think that we can, yeah, we can complain that social media does an awful lot of bad, but we really have to stand up and have a look well, what good is it doing? And it is forcing these conversations. And if we're having conversations about these things, I'm not complaining. That's a good point. Uh, Tina, thank you very much. Colin Breen, thank you as well. Just a reminder that this is what Channel 4 is saying. It regrets if any offence was caused. Uh, this is, they're making that statement and John Snow is not apologising. But, like, before social media, would this have been a debate on the radio? There are crowds rallying outside Downing Street. We've just got these pictures in, which were taken nearby. Police are now wearing riot gear. Police dogs are patrolling. The mood has changed. We cannot confirm whether any arrests have been made. It has been the most extraordinary day. A day which has seen... I, I've never seen so many white people in one place. It's an extraordinary story. An extraordinary story as told by Jon Snow. Your opinions, always very welcome. You The U105 phone in, Frank Mitchell here to 12 noon. Philip from Bangor was in London. He says, I was there on Friday. It was a great day, a peaceful day. There were people of colour there. Um, This is a racist attitude. He's a deluded old man. And your woman you had on there, this is a reference to Tina. uh, Tina. Um, She she could see this with her own eyes, surely. Uh, Shocking to hear her comments. Uh, She should get her facts right, says Philip, who's uh, in in Bangor. Uh, This person says, if a person of colour had said uh, he 
or she had never seen so many white people, they would be called a racist. Here's one that says, uh, PC really gone mad, in capital letters. Jon Snow was commenting on what he observed. Is he not allowed to do that without the PC brigade coming in? And this one, the, the way Jon Snow made out that there was going to be serious rioting in London that night, he was deliberately making out that Brexit voters are more likely to be thugs. And then Tina's getting knocked for bringing a Tommy Robinson into the conversation, uh, describing Tina as a, as a left-wing troll. Um, this one, uh, the way Jon Snow, uh, it's an, uh, that's the, the same one just sent to us uh, twice. And Frank, the world has gone mental. Soon the word the will offend people. Tell them please to wise up. And regarding Jon Snow's comments, you imagine the same situation and replace the white people with black people or Muslim people. Would Jon Snow be in a job right now? I don't think he would, Frank, says the texter. It all comes down to seeing colour. Seeing colour. It's something I think we're learning rapidly not to see. See people instead of colour. Uh, 028 90 105.